Hey guys, welcome to the next episode of the Harder to Kill podcast. You have me here, Shannon, and Peyton. Say just the ladies today. First time we're just doing the girls. Yeah, so it's going to be way more fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> our topic for today is going to be kids and how to get them more involved in health and fitness. Yeah, this definitely seems to be a big question that we get a lot about how get how to get your kids involved and keep them motivated, especially with school being out now and summer essentially here. Yeah, we thought it would be a pretty relevant time with kids being out of school and maybe having a lot of free time on their hands. Um, just kind of give you guys some guidance on how to get them more involved or just, yeah, more excited about it. Um, a little bit of my background, I have three children, in case you guys don't know. They are ages 13, 8, and 6. So, like I said in the last podcast, I've been involved in this gym thing for the last, well, actually, what is today? May 7th? 7th. Um, May 9th <laughs> I, was my first day, 2012. So I'm coming up on my 8-year anniversary, and so, yeah, you can do some math there. Then my younger kids have basically only known me as sort of this, like, fitness fit mom yeah this like fitness person um of course I've gotten more into like healthy eating as I've learned and been in it a while um so I'm just going to talk a little bit about my experiences and just the things that I've done and then Peyton's going to help us too with um her perspective on nutrition and when she did the kids program last summer yeah, so I do not have kids, um, but I was a very, very picky eater. I didn't even eat tacos until like my senior year of high school, so I definitely have some <laughs> tips up my sleeve to no help tacos? out. <laughs> I used to, at Subway, just get meat and bread. My mom was always very angry. <laughs> oh my gosh, my uh, oldest kid used to do that too. She'd want to go to Subway, and I would be like, I am not paying for meat, cheese, and bread. No. I'll never forget when I was younger, like thinking about, I can't wait to be 16 because I want to drive to McDonald's every day and eat that for lunch. Obviously, a lot has changed since then, so we'll get into that. (laughs) Well, and that's probably a good point to bring up, too. We're probably mostly talking about kids who are under 16, kids who don't have the freedom to just drive and choose what they want to eat, or maybe they have a job and they can spend their own money on whatever like type of food that they want. So probably mostly talking about younger kids younger than that 16 yeah age yeah I mean because once you're 16 too like you could have a membership at the gym and you could kind of start being able to make your own choices mm-hmm. and, and that's it too it's um, never too early to start uh, making healthy habits so the earlier you start them the easier they're going to be able to stick with yeah for sure uh, I pointed out to someone the other day he just one of the teenage boys that works for me And I was just telling him, like, imagine if you learn healthy habits as a kid and you're able to bring those all the way into your adulthood. And you don't have to start when you're in your 30s or your 40s or your 50s. You don't have to start after you've already had a lot of years of unhealthy eating and, you know, no exercise or sedentary type lifestyle like it's a lot harder to overcome that when you're older yeah definitely so and that's like yeah just something so important to think of of like yeah you want to start getting kids to 
get a variety of like fruits and vegetables and eat balanced meals when they are younger because everyone, I'm sure a lot of people can relate. The older you get, the harder it is to break those habits. Yeah, it just the uh, the habits, but also the education will carry over. Definitely. You know, just knowing what is healthy food is like the first step, you know, and yeah. a lot of people have to learn that first before they can move on to the next. And so kids are definitely capable of learning that kind of stuff um, for sure. So one of my points would be to <clears throat> educate your kids. Like, why is it important to exercise? Why is it important to eat healthy? Yeah, be that example, show them. Um, so I guess with that too, we'll get ahead and go ahead and get onto like the fitness side of things first of mm -hmm. um, why it is important to show your kids that fitness can be fun and it doesn't have to be a thing that we're doing just because we need to lose weight or punish ourselves for something we ate. Like show them that fitness is fun. Yeah, and the other point of that is too, kids can do all the same things that we can do. They can squat, jump, press, Anything you can think of, do burpees, lunges, and they running. love showing it off. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So I guess it's just more about making it fun and like what Peyton said, being the good example. So getting that exercise in yourself. Um, let's go ahead and break down the exercise by age a little bit, just because I think it does make a big difference whether we're talking about a five-year-old kid or like a 12-year-old kid. 100%. So, um, sometimes what I do with my kids, so I have two kids in that five to nine, I have a six year old and an eight year old and it just depends on the day, like whether I actually want them to exercise with me or not. Sometimes they can just be more of a distraction, especially if you're really trying to bring that intensity or, um, you're doing some higher skill movements that you aren't, you're not able to really like involve the kids with that much. Um, so sometimes what I do just depending on the workout is if, if it's a workout that, um, let's see, I had Allie do a workout with me. It was that Imam one. It was one of those more of like recovery style ones, like on a Thursday where uh, it was like sit-ups. Was it? Yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. It's like sit-ups, mountain climbers, uh -huh. push press maybe, or shoulder to overhead. Yeah. Something like that. So that was easy for her. She could kind of just switch the stations with me and I wasn't really like super concerned about it. But then, you know, work out last week with like handstand push-ups and dumbbell snatch and all that. It's like, I'm not gonna like have her be able to work out next to me. So, um, so what I've done on occasion is I've told the kids like, all right, I'm going to get my workout in first and then I'll run you guys through something fun. And then, you know, like while I'm recovering and yeah. catching my breath, I can run them through something that, and cheer for them and count for them and give them high fives. <laughs> and it's probably fun for them too to like watch you hit it hard. Like you're being that example. And mm -hmm. like, so they see you doing this awesome workout. So then it probably gets them even more excited of like, okay, yeah, I want to do it too. Mm -hmm. And then yeah, you're able to cheer them on. It's not distracting your workout. You already got it done. Yeah. And, and if they're in that five to nine range too, I mean, you're looking at like 10 minutes. <laughs> I was going to say uh, when we did uh, CrossFit kids last summer, uh, that was the biggest thing I realized. We were going to start with like our classes and I don't even remember the age range. It was like four to the age range. I think it was like four to nine or something. And um, yeah, I was like, oh, an hour class. I had everything planned out. Their attention span. Oh my gosh. Like yeah, 10 minutes mm -hmm. max, and they were already like, Coach Peyton, like, we're tired, we need to drink a water. <laughs> um, yeah, keeping that rep scheme super simple too. Uh, I had my kids, you can have them do five jumping jacks, five sit-ups, five squats. 
and you just once they get done with a round you give them a high five and you you tell them you're gonna do five rounds right. and then that just keeps them like moving and um also I wouldn't worry too much about like their form exactly yeah. and that kind of stuff <laughs> they're so mobile <laughs> well and they just kind of like they like they'll be kind of silly with it too so um they want to go fast they they just like showing off honestly I think another thing I want to say about kids this age as well they don't need a lot of super structured exercise it's actually better for them if given the opportunity to play outside a lot um so if if you're not able to be home a lot with them or you need to like be more scheduled about their outside time then I would just make sure to plan outside time as well because my kids when they're playing outside they basically spend the whole time running jumping chasing each other throwing hitting stuff yeah. like hitting something with a stick so picking stuff up um, using their imaginations and so I would say a little bit of structured exercise is fine, but I, I would definitely not make it their, the main focus. Yeah. And being outside too, think of like, even as an adult, like when you go outside, it just puts you in such a better mood, like especially when it's a nice day, getting fresh air and um, kids pick that up too. Mm -hmm. Just anything too. Don't ever underestimate the quote, I'll time you, or the phrase, I'll time you. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> or I bet you can't, <laughs> I bet you can't do five push-ups in a row or exactly. whatever. Just, yeah. yeah. Don't underestimate that. Cause I don't even, I was probably like 14 and my sister could, Hey, go right upstairs. I'll time you. Okay. How fast was I? Like, uh -huh. they love their challenge. How, <laughs> how fun that is. <laughs> I know. Definitely. Um, would you say you want to skip up to maybe like the older kids? Yeah, I'm gonna go into. Yeah, so if you skip up to like kids 12 and over, I would say, so, or somewhere in that like 13 plus range. Um, the reason I'm gonna do that is because there really is sort of, um, it's sort of, there's sort of a sliding scale, right? So like little kids, and, and you're gonna know your kid and what they're capable of. Yeah. So um, there's kind of gonna be, if you're like in that nine to 12 or eight to 12 range, you're gonna be like basically in the middle of kind of what we're talking about here. So we talk about the extremes or um, the younger and then the older, then you can just kind of like extrapolate that for the, for like that middle age range. Um, so I talked a little bit about my kid who is 13 and uh, I told her that I was gonna come and do this podcast about kids and she's like, oh, you're gonna talk about me, aren't you? <laughs> I was just gonna say, I feel like that range. They're just starting to get to like, they're more. They're starting to get cool. Things embarrass them a little bit more. Yeah. So they might not actually want to work out with you. Yeah. You know, just because they don't want you telling them what to do. They don't want to be embarrassed that they don't know how to do stuff. It's not cool when your parent tells you what to do. <laughs> um. So I guess what I found with my kid is the older kids. It's kind of helpful to give them a little more autonomy let them choose what they want to do, let them choose the time, um, and sort of run that by you, right? So not just like leave it up to them and then you don't check in on it, but like, all right, so what are you interested in doing for exercise? And then they give you some ideas and okay, what is your schedule like? Like what time of day are you going to hit this? Cause I have found definitely with my kid that if I don't, you know, 
tell her, pick a time, mm -hmm. like figure it out. Don't just be like, oh, I'll just work out when I feel like it. You'll never get to it. You'll just, just like, keep, yes, right? Like, <laughs> you'll just keep putting it off. Like we do that too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got one more tour to do or one more friend to call or whatever. And so I kind of make her stick to a time or at least plan ahead of like, yeah. I'm going to work out and this is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to do it like at this time. And okay. so I think that that's probably helpful, especially if your kid has any type of background in sports. Um, you can give them a little bit more leeway. If you have a kid that age who's never done any sort of exercising, I mean, other than maybe like PE at school, then they might need a little bit more direction from you of here's like some different ideas. And I would just say like starting with like just super simple, yeah, super simple movements. Um, even getting them outside, like going on like a 30 minute walk or something is even a place to start. But I think that's really cool. Like what Shannon said about like letting her kids be involved of like picking out what they want to do. Cause that's, it's going to be more rewarding for them too. When they finish it, when they realize that they had a, um, took a part in creating it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, I would say too, with older kids, you're looking at being able to exercise them, you know, up to 45 minutes or, um, it's not like a dog. Yeah. <laughs> you can exercise them up to 45 minutes. 45 minutes probably after that is getting a little bit much for them yeah. to like pay attention and stay engaged and, you know, bring intensity and like work hard. And, but if you're, if, if your kid is just kind of starting out with fitness, I mean, you can be in that 10 minute range again, like just get them to do the smallest stuff. Yeah. Get them to do the simplest, like start with air squats elevated push-ups, jumping jacks, like just start with like the stuff you'd have little kids do even and just have them like work up to it. It's just, it's creating that habit of doing something just like how we coach adults. Like you just mm -hmm. need to get started and then that motivation or that action creates that motivation. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, you don't want to start someone that hasn't done anything and make them do this 45 grueling workout <laughs> and your yeah. kids are going to hate exercise and have a bad taste in their mouth every time you're like, want to do this with me or yeah. So. so to wrap up the training part, I guess the main takeaways is just going to be figuring out what type of exercise your kid needs, what type of the age of your kid and their background on it is all yeah. going to like make a difference. And also, even if you're wanting to hit your workouts hard and you're wanting to bring that intensity I would still find a couple of days a week to get your kids, maybe do something together for sure. Um, we're always talking about planning ahead, plan ahead, yep. plan ahead, plan ahead. Schedule, schedule. I think you guys are going to find when we move on to the nutrition uh, talk that planning ahead is going to be another, another good tip for you guys. So <clears throat> um, to go ahead and move on then, let's start talking about how you're going to get your kids to eat vegetables. <laughs> awesome. So I think the, uh, probably the most important thing, and you'll hear us probably say this multiple times uh, going forward, is being the role model. Like you have to be that example. Um, you have to practice what you preach. Uh, just think about like anyone that you look up to. Like if they were telling you to do something and you see them doing the complete opposite, like you would be like, I'm not doing that. Like you don't even do that. So Kids are sponges and they're constantly looking at you to like what you're doing. Yeah, so I would say the one thing to probably start with here is, is your environment. So what is your kitchen like at home? What type of snacks do you buy? What type of food do you cook? Do you cook yourself? 
your healthy meal and then have your kids eat chicken nuggets and goldfish. Yeah. You know, it that might be how you have to start out because that's like the only thing your kids will eat. But um, we need to figure out how to slowly sort of substitute things. Yeah. Um, and I think, too, one of the biggest things I hear as like a nutrition coach is um, a lot of times if people are having to make their kids these separate meals, well, then we end up eating those meals. And then we kind of derail our goals because we're like, oh, I'm snacking on all the stuff I made for my kids. Yeah. I mean, and also if you have sugary type snacks for your kids in the house, like how often are you also dipping into those snacks as well? Definitely. And um, so I think one thing just going off of like setting off your environment, um, doing like a pantry clean out and like you don't need to go extreme of like, I'm going to get all this stuff out of the house. We're making a complete lifestyle change, but like slowly start making those like better swaps and making sure that you're reading nutrition labels. Uh, how places label things is it's super deceiving, especially with kids foods. They put a bunch of fun characters and they say less sugar. Okay. Less sugar than what their original um, substance that they had made or they'll label things as we have all these grains and all these things where if you look at the back of the nutrition label, it's going to be almost all sugar. It's all carbs. Mm-hmm. Um, think of you as an adult when you eat something that's just, if you were to sit down and eat a bunch of cookies, you're, you get all like hyped up and then you crash. And that's yeah. what happens to kids. And that's why a lot of them can have like behavioral issues and oh, for get sure. tired at school and um, belly aches. <laughs> so there, I do buy some kids snacks for my little kids. Um, one of them is the yogurt tubes. However, yeah. I only buy the low sugar versions of that. I always read the nutrition labels. I keep, if I buy any type granola bars or yogurts, stuff like that, I always make sure, or even like applesauce, that's another sneaky one. Um, <laughs> My kids are always giving me a hard time about how I only buy them healthy snacks. So they get the no sugar added plain (laughs) applesauce. And I always tell them you can add stuff to it at home. So sprinkle, my kids like to sprinkle in some cinnamon. You don't have to buy it already done. Um, That's the same with uh, like oatmeal. I just buy the plain oatmeal and then I let them add some goodies to it. Like like fruit, fruit, honey. Uh, I also buy like real maple syrup and you can do a little drizzle and you just need a little honey, a little maple syrup. And it goes a long way, like in the oatmeal. And I know a lot of people think oatmeal is gross, but to me, it's about what you add to it. Um, my kids, they like to, they like peanut butter. So buy PB2 or add peanut butter to it. Um, so that's, that's also peanut butter or fruit, honey. So that's like a really good start to the day is getting some kind of good oatmeal or you could do get them some eggs stuff like yeah, that. Yeah and I think what like Shannon's talking about too is the foods that she makes her kids they're balanced so just like how we preach like using the plate method and stuff like that's how our kids meals should look we want to get that balance that's going to help them feel a lot more full and satisfied they're not going to have those crazy sugar spikes and um, get super tired throughout the day so those balanced meals it's going to help them feel a lot more full and satisfied and even if you have like a kid right now that's like gung-ho like love cereal cereal can be really tricky a lot of times you'll look at it and there can be a lot of sugar in cereal so but maybe if like instead of being like hey you're not going to have any cereal like that could be a big change especially if you have like a kid that's in that 9 to 12 age Mm -hmm. range like 
um, maybe instead of taking it away, we add things in. So for having cereal, maybe having like a hard boiled egg or two with it, that's just gonna help give it that balance. Yeah, definitely. I tell my kids that, so we're farming and been, you know, doing our meetings and stuff at the gym. So I haven't been home just the whole time. Um, so I always tell them we're gonna eat breakfast. We're actually gonna eat a meal for breakfast. You can have one snack between now and lunch, and it's usually, I mean, we have RX bars at our house, or like, oh, I think I got interrupted, or I forgot what I was going to say earlier about the granola bars, but just keeping the sugar like around 10 grams or less per serving yeah. is a really good, um, I know what I did. <laughs> I got sidetracked with applesauce, because <laughs> the amount of sugar in the, um, like the flavored applesauces is, is really high compared to just the plain, and my kids don't know the difference. Um, anyway, back to what I was saying, so we actually eat breakfast you don't just get to wake up and start snacking you eat breakfast you get one snack whether that's a yogurt tube or granola bar or a piece of fruit yeah. one snack and then for lunch I tell them they have to eat three things you have to, so that's like to tell them you know you get you have to eat a meal so it's three things you have to have a fruit or a vegetable this Perfect. is lunch fruit or vegetable I give them a little bit of leeway so they're vegetable for lunch um, usually carrots or they also like peppers cut up um, I do let them put a little ranch on their vegetables, so don't freak out. They're like, well, the only way they eat vegetables is with ranch or with cheese. Like, fine. That's let them eat ranch. Getting, they're still getting those vitamins, those uh, macronutrients, micronutrients. I think for that, that's when we could maybe talk about substitutions maybe here in a minute. Um, so then you would eat a lunch. It's got to have three things. Generally, I would have, they could eat like a sandwich or maybe leftovers from last night, and then they could either have cottage cheese or a yogurt or something like that and then the other one would be like their fruit or vegetables so you get like three things then they get one more snack in the afternoon and then we eat like a dinner um and in our dinner it's the same I usually we have a lot of meat so they usually are eating chicken or hamburger or well I made roast a couple days are they ago. eating what you're eating or oh yeah we eat all the same stuff um the one thing that we do kind of mix around a little bit is the carbs basically yeah. so like some of my kids like certain vegetables over other vegetables or they like sweet potatoes a couple of my kids like sweet potatoes one of them doesn't like sweet potatoes two of them like rice the other one doesn't like rice and so it's just kind of like I might kind of mix that stuff up a little bit like um, one of my kids doesn't like sweet potatoes so I might make regular potatoes and sweet potatoes like at the same time or whatever but that stuff I don't like see is like really a big deal no. or like if somebody eats um carrots instead of peppers or you know like yeah. I would say that's one of my biggest tips for a lot of my nutrition clients is if you have like picky eaters at home um sometimes this might even be someone's like spouse but like pick like a protein that you can both agree on and then making those sides is a little bit easier. So mm -hmm. then you're not making five different meals. You're just yeah. making maybe a couple different sides and then you can keep them in the fridge for leftovers yeah. reuse them. It's easy to make in bulk the vegetables and then you can just kind of pick which ones you, I, and it's also nice to let them pick too, rather than just saying like, you have to eat this vegetable. I do that to my kids a lot. I do make them eat certain vegetables. Um, if that's what I've made, but yeah. for the, for the most part, kids also, you know, have their own taste buds and the things that they like to eat. Um, I would say just trying a lot of new things and eating them yourself and being excited about it, you know? 
Yeah, I would say one of the tips that I got from uh, one of my mentors was doing like a Friday try day, or you can honestly do any day. Pick one day a week um, and have it be a day of like where they try a new vegetable. And right now with it being summer and farmer's markets and stuff opening up, like take them with you, uh, just like with the fitness side of things, like get them involved, let them pick out a random vegetable and um, try it. And uh, mm -hmm. I think that's just a really great way, just like we were talking about the fitness stuff, like how Shannon lets her kids maybe pick what sides they want or the uh, vegetables, like get them involved. They're gonna be a lot more apt to wanna try new things if they have that choice of it. Yeah, and I, I think it goes back to the education too and, and the why, like why are we doing this? Yeah, why is it important? To Tell them why it's important. You want them to be healthy and strong and this is how you get there. Yeah, like, and I think with uh, diet culture and stuff, there's so much like negative of like, that's because like you eat this because you need to lose weight like no like tell them this is going to make you run faster this is going to make you um do better or pay attention better at school like yeah be show them the positives yeah um so going back to like substitutions uh so for ranch like i would just buy the healthiest possible ranch or you can there's ranch recipes online you can yeah. make that are healthier versions I find most of the time my kids can't really tell the difference in taste of things. I mean, that's my kids. Maybe other kids are going to be like, this isn't the ranch I'm used to eating. But I think if um, if you just tell them, like, you're, you're switching it out for something different, like, that's fine too. Most kids will buy into this over time. It just might take you to figure out what works best for your family. Like, is it going to be small substitutions over time? Um, is it going to be like a reward based system? Like you try this new food, then you can have a little bit of ice cream. I think stuff like that is fine to get started for sure. Yeah. And I think too, like when you are trying to get them to try something new, like get, don't give them like this full plate of something random, like give them just like a little bite and give it to them at the beginning. If you wait until like after they ate all their food, well, they're already going to be full. They're not going to be hungry. So give it to them at the beginning of the meal when they are hungry. Don't overwhelm them. Just give them a little bit. Um, let them try it. I'm just <laughs> laughing because I understand how much por like for portions for kids, like always start small. They can always get more food. I don't like to be like, you have to eat all your food, but then you've given them like way too much. And my husband is notorious for that. He just puts on like what he would eat for, and I'll be like, oh my gosh, she's, this, so she's six years old. You can't give her this much food. She's never going to eat that. And so I always just do like three little piles of food. And then if they want more, you can get more. <laughs> and, and which I knew things, um, fun fact, it takes 12 to 15 times before, um, you could actually decide if you like something or not. So that being said too, like try different ways to cook things. So maybe you did like uh, mashed cauliflower and they hated it. Well, maybe they would like it roasted. So maybe the next week try roasted cauliflower and try different ways to cook it. Um, funny story growing up, I hated, hated, hated uh, Brussels sprouts, but that was because my mom like boiled them on the oven and it tasted, <laughs> it smelled, not tasted, but it smelled like cat pee. Um, this is embarrassing, but like three years ago, I went to Christmas at my sister's and we were eating something and I was like, oh my God, these baby cabbages are so good. Like she had roasted them in the oven. I thought they were just mini cabbages. No, they were just roasted Brussels sprouts. Well, I just tried roasted Brussels sprouts for the first time, what, like a few weeks ago when I made that Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and people are like, wait a minute, you've never had Brussels sprouts? I'm like, I don't know if I have. If I have, it's been like a while. And I did try to grow Brussels sprouts, but I couldn't like 
picking them is ridiculous and I was just like over it. So yeah. I'm like, okay, Brussels sprouts are not a thing in my life right now, but um, they are good roasted. <laughs> and I will say roasted vegetables are very popular at my house. My kids will specifically ask me to like make roasted broccoli, which sounds crazy, but it, it is really good. Yeah, I, honestly, I used to hate broccoli too until even like, <laughs> I used to be really picky guys, but like four years ago and then now like, yeah. and now like that I've, I yeah, started eating it roasted, I like it, and then now microwave whatever but um trying different ways to cook things if you have an air fryer that is a really great way to like add crispiness but even like a lot of adults like don't like steamed vegetables they're mushy like they have a really potent smell like mm -hmm. try roasting it different seasonings but just know it takes 12 to 15 times and let them be involved with yeah trying different seasonings that kind of thing too so yeah so as far as snacks are concerned i think snacking's like a big thing for kids and so just subbing out the unhealthy snacks for more healthier snacks, and that's just probably gonna be something that you're gonna have to do over time. It's yeah. just, the whole thing with this is, I mean, our whole entire theme like has been over a lot of these podcasts is, it's consistency over time. Yeah, like, and like just knowing like- <laughs> Get those cliches. <laughs> your environment is so important. Like think of you as an adult, like imagine being a kid and not really knowing that mindfulness yet. Like mm -hmm. I just, I remember when I was younger, like you would just like chug like a whole case of Mountain Dew. Cause you don't have that mindfulness of like how it makes you feel. So the more you can inform your kids and teach them like, Hey, like you have a belly ache because you just yeah. ate this. Like a lot of times kids can't think long-term either. They, they only know their instant gratification. And so we as parents is kind of what we're there for, right? To like teach them. No, this is why we do things the way we do them. This is why we're gonna eat healthy. This is why we're gonna exercise. And just tell them, like be honest with them. I've had lots of conversations with my kids. Like this is important to me. It's important to me and that our family eats healthy, that we exercise. And so I just sort of everything I do kind of embodies that. And um, so, Another thing I wanted to say to my oldest kid, especially since she's 13, is just able to, she's able to talk to me and understand a lot more about this kind of stuff, but she used to always joke that like when she brought snacks to school or when she like brings her lunch to school and stuff, how people are always asking her like about it because she always has healthier food in there. She doesn't have um, fruit snacks or she doesn't have little Debbie snacks or cookies like she doesn't have any of that kind of stuff and she used to always be like everybody else gets a dessert mom like how come I can't have one I'm like you don't need dessert every day like yeah. dessert is supposed to be more of a special occasion type thing so if you've kind of gotten in a rut where you're letting the kids have some sort of sugary type dessert type snack every single day it's going to be hard to just take that away all of a sudden yeah. so you're probably going to have to either switch them out or start cutting back like how much they have per day or maybe start cutting back how many days in a row they get to have that kind of stuff. Um, it's definitely gonna make a difference if, if, you can, if, if, you, if you can cut that out and just change their mindset that like they need to have a treat like every yeah. day because you really don't and kids don't need to either yeah and it's like and that's like if they the kids that are having like those desserts every single day that's a habit that you're building that's like when a lot of people are like oh I have to have sweet something sweet after dinner like that's a habit that you've created over time and um, yeah. yeah the earlier that you can help and like have those healthier habits mm -hmm. when let those kids make those healthy choices the long, it's gonna be better off opposed to yeah being 35 and 
being stuck with all those yeah. bad habit habits. I think one more hard line that I take with the kids, um, especially with, I would say training and nutrition in general is I just am always telling them it's, it's really not about what you want to do or what you like all the time. Sometimes you just need to do what you need to do and that's be active and eat healthy. You don't always have to love it. You don't always have to be excited about it. You don't always have to like it. There's so many things in life that we have to do that we don't want to do. And so I'm always telling my kids, the sooner you learn that, the better off you're going to be. What is like a re- like when you tell them that, like you give them a reason of like why like you want them to be a- or like healthy and active? Oh, and yeah. Stuff? I mean, we talk about it all the time. So they definitely know. And I have a little bit of a leg up too because we grow vegetables. So my kids are very excited to like pick the vegetables we grow. And so they're much more. So that being said too, like yeah, bringing them to the grocery store with you. I know that's not ideal all the time, but letting them pick out, like it gets them excited. Sorry. No, no, that's totally fine. Um, but yeah, getting them involved and, uh, kind of taking a little bit of a hard line with it too. And just education, like telling them why, and just being that example, living that life yourself, and just not giving them the opportunity to not live it with you. You know, giving them the opportunity to not live it with you would be just like the stuff that we were saying. You cook yourself these vegetables, say you cook like chicken, rice, and vegetables, and then you let them eat something totally different. Or maybe, um, you know, taking them out to eat and letting them eat whatever junk, you know, from McDonald's or whatever, and then you're gonna eat your healthier version. It's like the kids need to eat basically the same as yeah. you. They're growing. They're it's like probably one really important. Like their yeah. bodies are growing and need all those vitamins, nutrients. Yeah, definitely. Um, <clears throat> so this is definitely easier said than done. Hundred percent. I completely <laughs> Don't even have kids. <laughs> <laughs> I completely understand if you feel like you're so far away from getting your kids to be healthy. Um, so I would just come back to my advice that I always give and that's just to start small so just start talking to them about it start yeah like what Peyton said Friday maybe one day a week you kind of switch some stuff out or you try that's going to be the the day you try new things and the first few times you might have to bribe them to do it and that's okay and just realizing that what we want is to develop the habits over time. We want that consistency over time. So you just start small and you just build on it over time. And I promise you that if you, if you are happy and you're healthy and you're exercising and you're uh, doing good nutrition and you're doing that over time, your kids are going to see that and they want to do what you're doing. They're going to want to do that. Yeah, I would say that's probably like the biggest thing is like it starts with you and you have to be that example. Um, And once like you, yeah, once it starts with you, like it will trickle down to like the rest of your family. But you can't expect them to make healthier choices and be active if you're not leading by example. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say like just kind of wrap this up. But when I did CrossFit Kids, it was the coolest things ever when like the parents would come and tell me like, oh, our son or daughter, like they showed me how many burpees they could do or they would show me like these burpees like. It's like these kids are like they're seeing it as fun and like they're looking up to you or when we I'm kind of I'm getting off tangent but when we have uh, kids that come in here and they're watching their parents work out and you see them doing burpees on like, mm-hmm. the side like they're yeah. watching you and they, <laughs> they want to show off and be cool just like you so don't ever underestimate like how much of a role model you are mm-hmm. yeah. even if they aren't your kids like they're you never know who's watching they're definitely looking up to you for sure um so I guess with just like some parting words here 
just start small with it and start talking to them about it. Um, have a good attitude, you know, don't think it's like, it's impossible. I'm never going to get my kid off chicken nuggets or I'm never going to get my kid away from XYZ food. You will be able to, it just might take some time and effort. So yeah. just, it just kind of, just kind of realize that it's just like when you started your health and fitness journey, like it's not super easy to do and it takes time for you to get the habit. It takes time for you to learn what to do and it's just going to be the same thing with the kids. So I wouldn't fight with them. You find ways to make it positive. So if that's like, I think, you know, we basically already touched on it, but like giving rewards or older kids, letting them plan out their own type exercise and maybe even like helping you cook, like letting them come up with ideas and teaching them how to cook. That's definitely, those are all things that are just going to be super helpful for you. And just to understand that you're going to put your, your work in over time. Yeah. And, and maybe like, that. uh, on like those Fridays and stuff, like let them pick out a recipe, like find like some healthy recipes on our website. Um, uh, if you go to warriorcfm.com like we have a healthy recipe section like let them pick something out like just get them involved be that example and um kids are smart tell them why they're doing it make it a positive experience for them because it's going to benefit them in the long run for sure so just like always if you guys have any questions or you have maybe a specific problem you want to bring to us just reach out and we're always willing to help out like I said in the beginning, I do I do have three kids, so I have a lot of experience with getting kids to eat the things I think they should eat and do the things I think they should do. So go ahead and reach out to us. Yeah, and definitely. Like I don't have any kids, but like I said, I <laughs> came from just eating bread and meat for like a very long time in my life. I don't. Pain even... was just a kid like two years ago, and now she's an adult. <laughs> Like I used to literally dry heave when my mom tried to eat me, tried to get me to eat uh, broccoli. So I can relate, and I can help you come mm-hmm. up with ways to make help those yeah, picky eaters out. Definitely. Well, I hope you enjoyed our podcast about kids, and we will see you guys soon. All right, bye guys. All right, guys. Here's a bonus round of the kids episode. Um, there's so much to cover. We just realize that we missed a couple things that we actually think are super important and one of those is drinks. Yeah. We didn't talk we, about drinks. Yeah, we got off we got off and we realized we did not cover yeah, drinks, which is so important. So my kids drink nothing but water pretty much one hundred percent of the time. Um I'm not into the habit of giving them juice. Uh people might have their own opinions on that, but to me juice is more in the treat category and yeah. is something that maybe you would have every once in a while, but definitely not something that a kid needs to have every day. Yeah, and juice talking about like those nutrition labels, um, especially how it's marketed, it could be juice that's a hundred percent all natural, all fruit juice, but um if you look on the back of it, that is loaded with sugar. Um, the thing when you're eating fruit, you get that fiber. It helps you feel a lot more full and satisfied. You can only eat so much fruit before you're going to get like a belly ache. Where a juice, you could sit down and chug like 32 ounces. And I just have nieces and I have seen them chug so much juice. And that could be anywhere from 80 to 100 grams of sugar in like a day just coming from liquids. Yeah. So that's super important to be aware of. Like in moderate like as a treat every now and then like 100 mm-hmm. percent like special occasions but to have that as a staple in your house like mm-hmm. that could be a big I think issue pop and soda is probably uh, the obvious like yeah just 
very rare occasions. I mean, kids and caffeine don't go very well together. So, um, what's the other one? Milk. Milk, I would say, like, if uh, if you have a kid that loves their milk, I would try and pick, like, the, um, especially if it's a kid that's maybe needs to lose a little bit of weight, like, focusing on the more skim milk. Uh, if you have a kid that needs to gain weight, then maybe going more towards, like, that whole milk, but... It's not necessary to drink milk. I think it's more of a personal preference. We don't drink milk at my house. If you want the vitamins and nutrients that milk offers, you can get them from other things like cheese and yogurt. Yep. You don't have to drink milk. So we just drink water at the house. We have a filter so we can just drink the tap water. And we just fill up water bottles when we go places with water so that I don't have to stop and buy them anything to drink. And when we're just at home, water. And, and like same thing I tell adults like adding in like different flavorings like lemons, limes, uh, frozen berries and if you have a kid that's maybe like drinking a lot of juice um, my biggest recommendation would be don't just completely get rid of it because it could be you have a fight on you but uh, maybe start watering it down mm -hmm. so if you have someone, a kid that's always drinking like apple juice like start mixing half and half with water and slowly keep diluting it because just like adults, like the more sugar we have, the more we crave it. Mm -hmm. And the less that we start having, the sweeter things will taste. So yeah. Drinks. Okay. Was there any other point? Um, I think that was the main one was just okay. those liquids. It adds right. up fast. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely hidden sugars in, in the juice and milk too. Yeah. Has a lot of sugar in it as well. So yeah. I'd say if they're having like maybe like one glass a day, like totally fine. But if it's that's, if that's what they're drinking for their staple, like, Read that nutritional label. That's uh, liquids are really easy to digest and they don't fill you up. So that's yep. a really easy way to make those calories add up fast. All right, that's the end of our little uh, bonus round there. Bonus mini episode yeah. or bonus episode tip. Yep. All right. See you guys. Bye guys.